0: Hey guys, welcome back to Forever Loving Our World and on this episode I am talking with a bunch of my friends about a really fascinating topic about the future of everything. And it's really opened up a whole bunch of can of worms, so I'm super excited to dive in and get started on this. It is a little bit of a long episode, this one, so please try and stay till the end. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for listening to all of my podcasts so far, if you have been keeping up. This is episode number seven, which is pretty exciting. Um, But yeah, Enjoy! about what we what we feel into the future. What was the topic that you wanted to... What was the topic you the said? The future of everything. The future of everything, which I kind of love because especially coming into like 2021, you know, after last year, like a lot changed. And I don't know this year has thrown a different type of energy from last year. So I guess we're getting a little bit more clear on where we can see our future heading. So... I'm just going to put it out there. What do you guys think we're coming into? Maybe f- to the end of this year as well. And like, what is going to replicate that into, like, how far do you want to go into the future?
1: <laughs> the future is limitless.
0: The future is limitless,
1: yeah. Um, I don't know. I suppose with like COVID and everything, there's a lot that needs to be done to get back to even like where we were like two years ago, mm. or a year ago, even. Yeah. So, the next few years, it's gonna be a rebuild, because like we were on such a forward path mm-hmm. through time, like as like as like everything was developing, everything was changing, like AI and like all these crazy things were like on the horizon, whereas like now we've like gone back, like these things are not even something that anyone's really thinking of. Like mm-hmm. they probably still are, but it's not as something. It's not something that's like we we were thinking about things like that, which aren't even important, because we ha- didn't have anything else to think about that was more important. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, we did have, like, more important things, but, like, no one thinks about the important things, you know? Mm-hmm. We think about mm-hmm. things like that. Um, and then, like, that's what, like, it's always covered by the news and things like that, like, unimportant things that are going on.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: now the COVID's happened and, like, we're actually behind from where we were going, which is, like, rare because we usually don't go backwards, usually only go forwards, like, in, at least in the, few, in the last few hundred the years. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so now I suppose we rebuild get back to where we were and then everything changes again
0: but do you think that we're going to go back to what we were there? like I really feel Ooh, like this changed, is though. so much so much has mm-hmm. changed that I don't think we can ever put ourselves back into that place
3: I think it's worth seeing from a different perspective because like as you said we were on such a forward path and look at how the world has just fallen down this past year Mm. it's like we need to look to the future i think in a different way because things probably won't be the same you know it'll be a completely different thing like if if something like that can change progress so much like you know i I think things probably have to be done differently
0: Mm -hmm. and maybe like maybe we could take bits and pieces of what was working
3: Mm.
0: and implement them into it but i mean it's hard to say like where we're going I think that's the scary part of everything is that so much has changed and we Mm. can't see it we can't really see where the future is really heading
1: especially overseas like mm. we we've had it so easy really Mm -hmm. like nothing's really like things have changed obviously but nothing compared to what's changed overseas yeah like I've watched a few podcasts recently with like American people talking about what it's like over there yeah apparently like New York has just gone just dead
0: crazy hey
1: there's so many homeless people like sleeping in tents everywhere mm. most people have moved out of the city most businesses are closed because the government isn't allowing any restaurants to open that's so, so they've all just closed like it's i don't even know about this like the n- yeah. no one tells you about this stuff. well
0: we don't hear it's anything yeah. over they here it's they want we do have that touch of like normality over here
1: yeah you know well it's not it's yeah we've got nothing here really compared yeah to, like, but even, how even melbourne's like nowhere near as bad as it is over there mm. how
4: long until where not normal either we just don't like mm. get a feel for what it's
1: like over there mm-hmm. we don't know one of the, one of the guys was talking about how um, when people first said uh, you're going to have to like everything's going to close you know you're going to have to live inside your home we're going to have to wait this out like this kind of thing he said oh that would never happen the world would never go to that and like mm. he was like filming a TV show and um, he said like oh we're not going to stop the filming because it's not going to happen and eventually got to the point where like he had to stop the filming because like he had to go on lockdown everyone had to go on really, lockdown because yeah. it was just Yeah, it
3: it just got so bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
4: Well, I hope things don't go back
3: to the way they were. (laughs) I think it was a necessary shake-up for the world too, to be honest, to see what's important, what we should be grateful for, the freedoms we had, although some of them were illusions. Yeah. But um, definitely shouldn't become complacent. Like, I think we need to work in a new direction, a greener direction, a more sustainable path as Mm -hmm. well so what does that look like well I'm not sure I just think like in moments like what's happened instead of having to shut down the way we live our lives Mm. if we were already living a life that was sustainable do do you know what I mean Mm. like a simpler life I guess where Mm. it, it if something like this happened it wouldn't really be too big of an impact on mm-hmm. your personal life because you'd be living a different type of life. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be reliant on technology and businesses and, I don't know, the greater industries. That's the thing you... Like,
1: as society develops, we become more and more reliant on the mm-hmm. system that's built for us to live in. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and it doesn't... Um, you, you, don't, like, you don't get more of your own responsibility, you mm-hmm. get less. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: yeah. I think a lot of it comes from me, like... I was born in 1996 and I was definitely one of the last age groups to grow up not in front of a screen Mm -hmm. and not reliant on iPads and all that. Like, I didn't have that when I was a kid. Um, I didn't even have internet or anything until I was in high school. And I think that was so good. Mm -hmm. Like, it's given me, I think, that insight to want to live like that or raise children like that. So I think children now growing up, in like like think about people being born this year in 20 years mm. what it's gonna be like for them how reliant they're gonna be on technology like it's it's if something like this happened will it even be a worse effect mm. for them
0: mm-hmm. i guess that's just when it comes down to ed- educating the kids in how to like use that type of technology but also like love on themselves as mm-hmm. well you know and have that connection with themselves and not become reliant like we have become reliant with the government uh-huh. you know or just a, whatever it is that we've become reliant, reliant on mm. to also teach the children to not do that but maybe use it in a different way mm-hmm. yeah taking on i think i think it is honestly probably again when you come back to spiritual stuff you know spirituality it's taking on the responsibility like we have to take back our own responsibility Mm. in like really creating our own worlds and not becoming reliant on anyone at all you know and I think that's that's the process Mm -hmm. of where I see the future is like really just being in your own self and becoming reliant on you on you on your own self Mm. in a bit of a darker
4: perspective I kind of think the world could go very AI though and like even though we're talking about very positive things, like I feel like the world could become even more reliant
0: on technology. Mm. Well, I mean, like there's always like going to be that side that's going to be reliant and then there's going to be the other side who's going to see past that illusion or see part or see what mm-hmm. AI is doing and knowing when to cut boundaries and stuff like that and mm. sort of use work with it rather than it working against us. Mm-hmm. So I think there's always going to be like that you know, effect happening in the world. But I think then it comes down to the individual again of like educating yourself Mm -hmm. on becoming aware on that, you know, like really just really just getting real with yourself and really getting real with where the world is going. Mm -hmm. And so that you can learn how to move through it. You know, like I'm on my front all the time, but I know that, it's I know what it's doing, but at if the same we're time, struggling
4: like, with it and we didn't even have it when we were children, then how do you think children growing up yeah, in exactly. today's society right. who are going to even see that it's not the right way to live when they've never even uh-huh. experienced a life without it? That
3: was my point before, Well, like, I think that's not...
0: where it does come into our responsibility to educate children in acknowledging that within themselves as well, you know, like it has to be really embedded into them that you know becoming one with yourself is really important. And we can't rely on those things. Like it really does come to us in educating. Like we have to take a stand and take that responsibility to keep pursuing that type of life for the kids, you know? Mm-hmm. And becoming leaders, becoming people that they can look up to, you know? Like, I think that's kind of where I, where I really sit with with that because they can't learn that. They can, they can learn it by themselves, but they're looking for teachers. You know, they're looking for people to teach mm-hmm. and they're looking for someone to turn to and it's easy to turn to the internet. So, you know, I think that's where we can really, um, yeah, start to mm-hmm. take those stance. Like, we're not the kids anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Do you think that children have been affected because
4: you work in childcare? Um, by technology. I think a lot of them have been. Negatively impacted, but also a lot positively. I think uh, you definitely see children addicted to screens. I know for a fact um, a lot of the parents have admitted to using the screen as a babysitter, and that's totally fine um, for to some degree. I mean, we all have our lives, and they they do like it. And a lot of the channels are educational, and I actually do think there have been lots of educational programs based, for example, Reading Eggs is quite educational but um, I, I, it definitely has some negative effects as
0: well so yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think yeah I mean like everything has a positive and negative right yep. so it's just the awareness I think really at the end of the day it's the awareness is mm-hmm. the biggest thing
1: you know about um, the I think it's called like Vimo or something the self driving program in America at the moment there's, like, this no. company that in even, no. like, Tesla that has started their own self-driving cars mm-hmm. using LiDAR, which is, like, sensors that can detect everything around it. Yeah. And they've put, um, like, a few of their cars into effect in one of the cities already. Mm-hmm. And you can actually, like, go and sit in the car and it will drive you to wherever you want to go. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Would you
1: ever, like, take a driverless taxi, like, if you got to that point? Or do you think that's, like, when you'd be like, yep, I'm done, I'm moving to the countryside? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: I mean, like, I think when we look at technology forming like that, you can either, it's one way you can either work with it and like accept that our world is formulating into a whole different like level or you can separate yourself and and still like work. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know, I think like it depends how you look at it because I know I've heard some people say that they would, you know, like a lot of people are excited about cars coming out that you can't drive because, well, you have more time to do your own thing. Like we drive for like forty minutes places, but it's no, you know, and because
4: we're not using a.
0: But like, it depends where you, you it want go to if it had a, your, or like override, so was, you could do it
1: yourself. If eventually, it you wouldn't have override. Okay. That's the idea. Yeah, because bad came. Human error would limit how good a driver's yep. car would be. So, like, even if mm-hmm. like. 50% of the cars on the road would be driverless. If one car with a dude who doesn't have driverless crashes into then it's still going to cause an accident. Whereas if you have, like, infinite driverless cars, they would never crash into each other mm-hmm. because they all can talk to each other. Yeah. That's the idea. Yeah. So eventually yeah. you would never be able to drive again,
0: mm.
1: which I think is pretty stupid. But...
0: Mm. Because, I mean, again, then it just determines on, like, they're going to, you know, where are they going to have our cars censored to drive you know then that limits us from going mean, like, to certain places like the lime scooters like
1: how if you go in certain parts of the city you mm-hmm. have you to go slow it, right. yeah. or you can't ride at all like yeah. when would mm-hmm. that be the thing like you yeah. can't drive over like 5 k's an hour in the city like mm-hmm. it should be the thing
4: but forced yeah. speed
1: limits I reckon
4: like, we're in getting, every
1: area
4: we're getting into a territory where a lot of our rights could easily be taken away because people are agreeing to all these things thinking they're good but they could also be used for bad things as well
0: well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like everything can be used against us. I know it's hard to say. Like, it's one of those things you have to kind of like approach when it comes. But again, it's just the awareness around it too. You know, like
1: this is like what Sarah says well. Like, I, I showed her a podcast with um, what's it called, Elon Musk, mm-hmm. and because I like Sarah has like a really bad view of Elon Musk,
4: like as yeah, a like, terrible person.
1: Him. But like, I showed it. I showed it the podcast of him talking because. Like, I agree with what she's saying. He actually is doing really bad things. Well, he's got the bad ideas, but he doesn't know that they're bad ideas. Like, when he talks about it, he's, he's very positive about, about it. it. Like, he's changing the world. He's creating internet for everyone. Everyone can have internet. Everyone can have, like, brain augments that can control computers eventually. Like, like, fix people who can't walk again with these, like, brain augments. Like, drive cars to stop crashes. Like, he's got all these ideas that are actually positive, mm-hmm. but he doesn't know the implications of what's going to happen. And then, I feel like this is like a big thing. It's called um, wild card design, where you've got to design for the worst case scenario. Because if you don't look <coughs> for the wild cards in any situation, you down the track you could have designed the, the nuclear yeah. bomb.
0: Yeah.
4: yeah. Like yeah.
1: he went into that with good with good ideas. Yeah. And then he never thought of what that was going to happen.
4: Yeah. yeah. Like he's making the microchips for brain for a really good purpose. But how do we know that someone else now is like, oh, this is being created. I'm going to use it to make an army of people mm. and control them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what would be the worst thing that would happen going in that direction of AI?
4: A lot of people are going to be not even there anymore. They're just going to be under control. Most people already like kind of are like they look for authority in the news and they completely censor the news and put whatever they want on it. Mm. So it could get a lot worse than that, like to some extent, but also we could go down a very good path too. There's a lot of people working towards doing excellent things. So, I don't know, it could
1: go either way. Mm. It really could. It's, it's also going to end up where a big portion of the population is going to, like, want one thing, and then the other portion of the population is going to want another thing. There's going to be a choose. massive divide. Cause, like, yeah,
2: huge. Like, a lot of
1: people would never want, like, drivers' cars. Yeah, because they'd want to do it themselves. It. They would want the... Like, anyone who lives, like, in the centre of Brisbane would probably think that it's the best idea ever because they wouldn't have to Drive you know, waste all that traffic. time being on the train the slow train mm-hmm. or driving like in the traffic when the car could just do it and they could sit there on their laptop doing work mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. but a lot of people also wouldn't so it's, it's probably going to get to a point where there's this massive divide in, in progression of technology mm-hmm. where some people say technology shouldn't progress but some people say it shouldn't so. mm, yeah.
0: mm. I do believe in that division yeah there's going to be a division in so many aspects of things you know Um, and then I think that's why it's really clear on why, like what it is taking that responsibility for yourself and what it is that you want from life and where you, where you're going in life, you know, what your intentions are, what type of mission you're on, what legacy you want to leave for the world will direct you in that path, you know? So I I think, I don't know, I just always keep coming back down to, you just have to like, you have to just like authentically trust what you're doing in your world, you know, because I don't know if there's wrong or right in anything. Mm. You know. Mm. Yeah.
1: It's definitely gonna be interesting to see how it plays out.
0: It is gonna be interesting. You know, and I we, we have all these expectations as well of what's gonna happen yeah, too. Can. So, in in all reality, we don't really know. Yeah,
4: no one knows. We
1: could. We can never predict it.
4: We could be like reliving old timelines. <laughs>
1: people well, have predicted things like this like yeah. mm-hmm. even like how Nicholas has a pre- like predicted mobile phones yeah like anything like like you predict a whole bunch of other things lots of people predicted um, control of the media mm-hmm. like 1984 talks about the media and
3: government taking over um, control of information mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. definitely something that really happened you know so I think I think in, a, in this the way the world's stepping forward I think it's definitely more important to stay aware and awake mm-hmm. to everything because there might be a, a point where you need to start questioning more instead of following all the time because I know as Sarah said before people watching the news which is censored the media which is censored mm. you know they can put anything in it and people get such fear out of the media look at this last year with coronavirus the mm-hmm. fear that was stirred mm. constantly it was all you heard about like i think with that in mind and with these changes it's more important to stay sharp in your own power and not succumb to i guess doing things just because someone in the media or someone in the government said this is correct this is right yeah. that sort of thing i think mm-hmm. it's really important to stay in your power
0: but that's, like, even in your personal life, too, you know? Like, like you have to be so true to your own self, mm-hmm. you know, and not surrender to anyone else's opinion or what they think is right because you don't know. Only you can face that within yourself. You, like, I think it's really important to make your own decisions in life, you know? Like, always. Definitely. And, yeah.
3: That's something a lot of people struggle with.
0: It is definitely hundred percent, but
3: I think that also comes from the programming of society. What we've been reliant on that, like yeah, help. where we're told how to feel and mm. what we to do and how we're supposed to live our life. So, and then our parents, they might enforce the same things on us, and mm-hmm. it closes off your ability to think for yourself. Yeah. I feel, and mm-hmm. it's a big, big job to get that back. Mm-hmm. I it know is. I'm definitely on that path at the moment. Yeah, so. Yeah, in an uncertain world, I think the best thing you can do is, is listen to yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Stand in your power. Yeah, 100%. That's what I, yeah. And from there, it all plays out. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> Somehow. Somehow we get here.
1: What do you think is the best possible future? <clears throat>
0: the best possible future. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the best possible future is that when people get to a place of respecting themselves and listening to themselves so much and also having people around you that honor you in that too. And everyone can support decisions that you make for yourself and bringing in more of a more of a respectful conversation with one another in that. So, I really feel like, you know, when you look at technology and all of that, all of that stuff, you know, I really do see people coming together closer than ever if they take the responsibility of themselves and tap into their, like, way of communicating with other people, Mm -hmm. you know, rather than sitting and judging others for anything and everything that's happening, um, the best, yeah, the best possible future, I think, is deeper connection. If we, if, and i think that can go that way if we choose to do that i think we can really mm-hmm. choose to do that you know
4: what do you think it is
1: um i think the best possible future could go many other way, many ways like it's i mean there's so many things wrong with the world
0: but there's so many things coming yeah, good to the is. world too, you know, like it's like the yin and yang, like there's, there's a lot being exposed that we haven't seen, but there's also in it in a bad light. And then there's a lot that's being exposed in such a good light too. I think once we fall, we rise mm-hmm. and then we fall and rise and fall and rise. And I think like, it's important for us to see the hardship of life so that we can rise to the right place, mm-hmm. you know?
1: i think a perfect future would need to start with like a loss of complete government like mm. initially
0: mm. just get taken everything away
1: but like it would it'd be really hard in the initial years because like without government everything would probably go to shit no
4: mm. one has direction
1: but there like because you, be you can't people. have no government you have to have some sort of like Blueprint. leadership yeah know? like it doesn't yeah. have to be controlled do so want no, leadership no. with a good intention yeah exactly yeah like, we at least, if we, like, because right now every politician is basically a lawyer. Mm. Like, I think like 70% of politicians are lawyers, which obviously is mainly because most people who are to become politician are lawyers. Like, no one else wants to do it. Mm-hmm. But it's also because people who have actual free thinking, who would have good insights for the progression of the earth, mm-hmm. aren't generally elected. Yeah. You know? Mm. So, it'd probably start with a, a leader who could, who knew what actually needed to be changed. Yeah and it took yeah and actually took action and changed yeah
0: them.
1: and then from then on it'd probably be like a lot of people well, a lot of people have thought about ways is a better future a better government mm-hmm.
2: yeah,
1: but it's never actually put into act and yeah from, like from a better government then so many things could be changed like
2: mm-hmm. funds
1: could be put in, in better places to stop all the issues with the earth Instead yeah. of putting money towards military
2: mm-hmm. and
1: things that cause more trouble on Earth and mm-hmm. create the problems that you would want to fix, yeah, and then yeah. I don't know, like, and then from then you would have to try and fix the Earth, and fixing the Earth would mean changing the way everyone lives, and yeah, the way like everyone thinks about their life and the type of life they want to live, yeah,
2: like,
1: taking away luxuries that people, like, think, hold dear, you know? Mm. And, but that's the thing, taking away luxuries from people also adds control, which is the thing you'd want to take away. So it's, it's, I feel like ultimately if everything wanted to, if everything was going to change and actually improve the whole earth, everyone would have to agree to do it Mm. and not be forced into it.
0: And see, this is where it comes down to trusting yourself because we have a big trust issue in this world. You know, like we need to start learning to trust ourselves so that we can identify there are certain aspects within other people and start to trust other people who are on the same mission as mm-hmm. us, you know, and really like hold hands with those people because like everyone has all these amazing ideas and all of this, like, cool, like, let's do something for the world. But, you know, a lot of, like, there's a lot of trust in that, you know, there's a lot of trust where we need to come together and, You know i think that's why it's really important to like understand how to communicate towards one another you know in that and build like we need to trust each other over like trusting well we just need to trust we just need to fully trust Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah we do we need some we need we need guidance. Would be like little children <laughs> <off> on our road <laughs> trying to figure yeah. stuff out. You know, if things just sort of crashed quickly like that.
1: It's like how they say, if aliens came, they probably wouldn't even bother interacting. Yeah. Because we would have no idea even like anything that they would say.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then even if they did interact, they probably realize that we're just like wild animals. Yeah. Barely holding any sort of structure together.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like imagine if aliens actually did go and say, "Hey, I'm here." They probably get it. Military would come in and yeah. we missiles not would be fired. Aligned, you know? yeah. Yeah,
4: we'd try There'd to be no sort
1: of communication.
4: Try to destroy them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Have you seen the movie Arrival? No. Should watch it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's actually about like the opposite of what you think. Well, what you think would actually happen. Like, um, they try and communicate with the aliens, and it's all about how like the aliens aren't actually there for a bad thing. And like, it, mm. once you can work out the language of and communicate with them, see it's, you know, it in it's in
0: but see, that's what I mean. Like the communication, right? Like we need to communicate one with ourselves trust ourselves in our decisions that we're making you know like be okay with ourselves so we can trust other people because Mm -hmm. what if in like that was the biggest distant future of our universe that aliens potentially came Mm. you know like i would really want to have that type of communication like we'd have to formulate a trust there you know and if we're we're not trusting ourselves that's like going to be war you know um have you heard of (laughs) that someone told me one time um and i'd love to have your insight on this that um what if we were the aliens what if it was us and we think that like there's going to be some sort of massive arrival but really the true arrival is we start to see ourselves truly for who we are Mm -hmm. because when you think about it Human species is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> like the way we think... Do we, we belong think, here? I don't know. The way we think so... Complex? Complex, the way we do. Compared
3: to, I say, other animals, I guess. Well, not fair to discredit their intelligence, but... But,
0: I mean, well, they're peacefully doing their nature thing. Yeah. Whereas we're here literally destroying the world. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And, It's yeah. so like we've
0: come after them and we're like, you know, we're just going to change things. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. what if we have been told... That we're not that, and that is a, the biggest lie ever. You know, what if that was the <laughs> biggest low vibrational thought that mm. we could have that we aren't in our power of intelligence the way we think an alien would be mm. when it's presented? But if that...
4: we're aliens, right, and we came here, then that means there's other aliens. Well, yeah, you know, there <laughs> so is. So there could be a different ones. <laughs> yeah.
1: I definitely yeah. think we're originated from aliens. I love that we Originated from aliens. I yeah, like, I do as well. I, I don't think it's a coincidence that... Way
3: too strange. It's even like <laughs> the,
1: the size of a brain. Over millions of years, there was a random period in time like, over like the span of, I think, like a thousand years where the brain grew at a rate that it hadn't grown like over all the, all the time. Suddenly mm-hmm. in this in thousand this year period, the brain grew in size massively mm-hmm. of, of like um, pre, pre-humans. And then that was what changed. They, they think that's what changed intelligence and like why would it randomly grow in that period Like, mm-hmm. imagine if aliens came and were just like we're gonna change the size of brains of these a few um, yeah, men mm-hmm. and then like eventually everyone else would breed out anyway
4: I think you know. our body was created and then they genetically made it evolve quicker so that we could inhabit her like come down and inhabit the bodies mm-hmm.
1: but I think that we could that's be that's why here. we have DNA from other animals yeah. mm-hmm. we definitely could and be bananas. here for a reason like a specific reason yeah, I still think that maybe we're all here for some really insignificant purpose. Like we're all working together to like power a toaster, <laughs> you know, like mm. something like that. We're just like maybe that was jobs. our first
4: mission, and now hopefully we're mining,
1: we're, we're, we're mining oil and things. You, know, thing. you know, mining <laughs> resources, <laughs> and mining resources is powering a toaster. I feel like like Something like that, you know.
4: We've let the power Definitely. get to our head now. And now instead of powering the sandwich press, we're trying to power the world. And, like, slowly but it's like Tyler it. said, taking... it's really active. <laughs> we're taking the <laughs> takes like a lot to materials from the earth and ripping it, it apart. Yeah. yeah, we're going too
1: far. The earth is our Afro, yeah. 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 slowly yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crumbling to pieces. Oh
3: my <laughs> never One day clean. it's not going to um, This this uh, plays back to what you're saying about humans being complex. Who would yeah, come up right? with something like that? Like it's <laughs> so
0: complex, you could go into every single like avenue of. Mm-hmm. Of everything. And you'll
3: never, like, fully know another person. Yeah. Like, it's just... It's too phenomenal, isn't it? Yeah, (laughs) Too phenomenal there. It
0: really is.
3: But, yeah, I don't know.
1: Do you think the future could be, like, we make contact with aliens Mm -hmm. and then everything changes? Or do you think that we're going to get to a point where, like... Like, maybe we might never ever meet aliens. There might be a point we'll where they, just keep developing. Where they well, come
3: down unannounced to intervene <laughs> with our, yeah, I feel like that could our inflicts on the planet. planet.
0: Mm. I don't know. I mean, like, when I was confronted with that thought that maybe we were possibly the aliens, I really changed my whole perspective on things. And I don't know. I mean, like, I do believe that there is something out there in the universe, you know, obviously we're so and tiny but I don't know how do you know about tiny? well you know that's not (coughs) a topic of conversation Um, I don't know it's it's an interesting thing like I honestly at this very moment in my life am convinced that we are the aliens (laughs) Uh and I really feel like we're trying to look for something more I think we're always trying to look for more and more and more and more and more and more more in our world. Why have we forgotten? And I think that that this is it. it. You know what I mean? I think Mm. that this is it.
3: Why have we just forgotten?
0: Yeah. I don't know. And, like, when you look at it on a perspective and scale like that, you know, when you say that there's, like, a potential, like, we're here for a reason, maybe we are being sort of, like, tested in a way of how how deep can we go in our love and how deep can we, like, like, hold ourselves. Like, because when you look at it on a scale, like, we are literally destroying it. We're not doing a very good job of, like, coming together, respecting each other. Like, mm-hmm. we're all fighting against each other, really. So, It's I not think a
1: harmonious ecosystem. It's not
0: harmonious at all. And... Cause that's I...
1: the thing. Nature is always harmonious. Exactly. Like, it always... It's always balanced. If you look yeah. into, like, the deepness of some sort of species, it's always harmonious. Yeah. There's never, like... Mm-hmm. It's never doing anything to other... I mean, it it does things, but it's, like, part of the cycle of life. Mm -hmm. Whereas we're breaking the cycle of life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, something's imbalanced or something's not frequently, you know, moving properly. And I think that is the test. It's the test of can we get to that place? Can we frequently align ourselves back with nature Mm -hmm. or with nature? And if we don't, the consequences, there's, there's always consequence in everything, you know? So, I don't know. Of course, so That's many. just how I'm seeing it right now.
1: Like, yeah. What if... <laughs> a, what if there's a species of animals that is aliens and that species of animals pretends like they don't speak any sort of language and they just sit there the whole time... Watching like, Master what if Stratus. dogs are aliens and they just sit there the whole time going, like, what are these dickheads doing? Or <laughs> what if every single animal on Earth are the aliens and they can communicate... And they're watching us destroy That's it. That's right, they're like, all in like They know what's like, going on. They're just watching it go by and they're like, what the hell's going on? That's
0: what I'm thinking. Because yeah, like, you know, animals like,
1: communicate.
0: 100% they communicate. Yeah. They're so... Like, you look at, okay, elephants and whales. Like, they are mm-hmm. amazing animals. Like, I really resonate with elephants. I know, I've just been connecting with elephants at the moment. And they they, like, follow a certain song line and vibration in the earth, you know, like, they stay in Mm -hmm. herds, they stay in packs, like, they have emotional, like, connection, like, they're all about tribe, like, they have this honouring of themselves and of each other, like, that is crazy, you know, like, and that's, like, when we look at it from the outside in, like, that's an animal, you know, we Mm -hmm. don't... We can't, like, physically see like understand why animals are doing that and like why maybe why we can't do that you know
3: well saying off that like how we're saying the cycle of life animals live in that rhythm Mm. of the earth vibration that the earth holds and you know when there's a weather change the birds react, yeah. the ants come in the house. Yeah, they, they these animals can sense. We have to sit there in front of the TV clicking away at the weatherman. Whereas and he's these wrong animals, every time. Yeah, he's wrong <laughs> every time. Whereas these animals, they just know what's going on. Yeah. They're working with the rhythms of the earth. And yeah. that is something that humans have lost.
4: Yeah. Have, have, have we complete... lost it or are we aliens and we just have not have it?
3: Well, I think we never gained it. One of the two... But maybe we're not maybe even we're like previous like like how like Aboriginals could like sense mm. you know yeah. like the time yeah. from looking at the sky or or even like what's
1: gonna happen the next day to the weather they knew all this stuff because yeah. they didn't have the stimuli they were in rhythm you know, they didn't yeah. have all this yeah. information they right.
3: were even as far as circadian rhythm mm. you know they went to bed when they were meant to and they woke up when the sun mm. came up there was no staying up till two a.m. <coughs> mm. looking up weird stuff on TikTok like it was completely. <laughs> completely like opposite to what i think if we
0: want the world to have a good future we need to go back to those but what happens to like this is how i'm seeing it right now like when you look at it back on that scale like going back to complete basics you know or going back to a time when they didn't really have homes and they were building and learning how to structure buildings and stuff like that that is such an accomplishment for us to build a home that we can like live in you know Mm. have a family underneath a roof that's safe and everything like that then the next type of evolution is to like maybe build the car that we can drive from here to across the countryside to see other people and connect with other people Mm. so we've come from that to now like creating technology you know like that's it you can see it as maybe like a bit of an accomplishment but how do we use that or move forward in still because we're like we can't help it. Like we said, we're complex. We mm. want to create. We want to create. Mm. We we have this desire to keep moving and building, mm. but it's moving into a time now where AI is. We've created AI mm. well, I that think is one of the most intelligent it things, but it's a risk because we've created something so crazy. Mm. But how do we use that and stay in alignment with the vibration mm-hmm. frequency? Still stay connected. Mm-hmm. Still stay connected to the earth and sort of have both because if we were to take the technology away go back to basics i think we would recreate it again because we have such a desire Mm. and thrill and movement in a direction of creating Mm. and this is where it's come to
1: this leads me to my next thing okay what if (laughs) what what if if the progression of technology right so everything's happened you know you look back in history you know dinosaurs what a (laughs) blah. you know medieval like all these different things have happened right then technology age which is like it's it's like this and it's just like this yeah progression of everything what if this is the circle of life what if the destruction of the earth is actually Mm. just part of the circle of life Mm. and it's meant to happen like we are meant to follow this path and the earth is meant to get worse and worse and worse and maybe explode and then all the little chunks of the earth are meant to go back together what's it called um singularity herbs back again
4: mm-hmm.
1: what if that's part of what is that what if that's what's meant to happen so we just start again what if it's all what if no matter what we do there's going to be good and bad people and it's all about the circle of life mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. and thing is, like yeah we're well, like you know i guess we need to be careful in our ego right In that because like we think we can change the world and everything but there is this like design that we are like a part of that mm-hmm. is happening and you know, like oh, we, we can't. Remember. I only I really was just saying this the other day. Like, I think everything that has happened, all the wars, all the crazy ass stuff that has happened in this world, I'm like, I truly believe really that it was meant to happen, you know? Mm. And I think it was meant to happen for us to become aware of mm. it mm. and to see more clearly. And, you know, I think.
1: We'll constantly have a wider perspe- perspective. Like
0: always constantly, like, a few like hundred years ago, it, if you talk to it, someone yeah. about this, they'd be like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. Yeah and you know like i don't know
3: yeah but if it's know, like meant we'll it. to happen though and it's in you know in line with how the grand design was why are there people like us that feel the innate desire to fight it
4: and go back it. to the. to nature. fight it mm. to
3: to stay away from it why why do we feel because because to me being in nature is so harmonious as Mm. Roman you said Mm. before the animals whoever said it animals are they just live in their life you said that they're living their life in nature they're peaceful they're just doing their thing in the circle of life which is so alien for lack of a better word to how we live our life Mm. so why if it isn't the grand design why are we always fighting to get away from it
0: Mm. that's where it comes in because it really
3: doesn't I feel like it doesn't really align with me at all like (laughs) it makes me sick to think about
4: I think the there's future a divide.
3: Direction. Are divide. we the divide we were talking about before? But there's always... Yes.
4: Yeah, there's a lot of people like us, though. Heaps of people. And then there's the people who love technology and they really want to go down that path.
0: And then you've got people who are doing both. Mm. You know?
4: But if you do both, you inevitably will have to choose one or the other. Mm. Because... At a point, yes. You can't mm. be completely relaxed and have your phone out because you just consumed within the technology whereas if you're in nature with your phone you're still going to be looking at your phone you're not going to actually yes. appreciate the fine detail on a leaf Ainsley. or the, an- the noises of the animal
3: do you remember when we went all went to Victoria for three weeks mm-hmm. and we detoxed from our phones mm-hmm. how good that was mm-hmm. how not nice sure. it was how much more relaxed we came back more rejuvenated because mm-hmm. we weren't tied up on the screen mm-hmm. I think that was beautiful yeah 100%. that was one of mm-hmm. the best moments and you feel healthier? I've had mm-hmm. I had the best holiday. For a lot of reasons, but I think one of the biggest ones was cutting ties with social media. Yeah. Logging out of everything and using my phone for calls mm-hmm. and that's it.
0: Yeah. That's what I mean, like that's it's a about Having like a healthy relationship with AI. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, because it's Found there it. and, well, yeah. and if you Do go, we just have to accept And it? to be real with yourselves and with myself, mm. we're on it. Uh-huh. Mm. We're using yeah, it. We, do. we need to create we talk, I mean, we're watching T V, <clears> we're watching movies, where we we yeah. are on it. And and if you want to get completely off it, then you you do you have to. There's like a form of disconnection there mm-hmm. that you have to cut yourself away from. But but the thing is, it's like we are using it. You know, so you have to have a relationship with it. We could go away on holidays and not use it, and that's fine because you've got this boundary with it. You've respected your own space. You're like, I'm going to. You know, it's like being with people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like You're like, I need to literally go into my room and have you know my own space. You can do the same thing with that too. But that's what I mean. Like, it's here. It's not going anywhere. And we can't control that because we didn't create it. And,
3: like it. and we contribute to and it And we contribute
0: to it. We buy it. We we are yeah. in we it. We
3: subscribe to so Netflix.
0: So the thing that we can do with it is what has it got to offer that we can use to keep keep that I identification of connection still visible. And that's where I think my passion comes into mm-hmm. really trying to be real and raw online mm-hmm. because you can use that same energy and breathe that out, you know, to uh-huh. other people. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. can literally use it than it using you that's why i think the awareness around it is so important
3: mm, that's Off that, a good way of that like um on things like TikTok, right because they all mm. run on algorithms so whatever you like and share and yeah. comment on it will start aligning that more on your newsfeed. i actually myself have diverted a lot of my social media onto the topic of spirituality and high vibrational subjects mm-hmm. So I guess you're right there. Like, you can definitely use it as a good thing. Mm. Definitely. Mm. Mm -hmm. It definitely can be. And like you said, like, it is not going anywhere. It's only going to keep progressing. Do we keep being naive about it? Mm -hmm. Or do we embrace it, move forward with it? But all the while, still keeping true to yourself Mm -hmm. and not overindulging Mm -hmm. if that's not what you want to
0: do. 100%. And I think when you look at it in the younger generation too, like... They are online, and, and I know for myself, there's nights there where you're so swarmed in your phone, you go down the rabbit hole, you mm-hmm. look at something, and you're like, how the hell did I get into this place? And I think if there is people online, on the other side, distributing information to teach people how to love themselves, and to create boundaries for themselves, and release the right information, not scarcity stuff, A solution on how they can actually create their world to connect with other people. If we can help feed that information through AI, like some kids, and like I said, I know for myself, like you sit there on your on your phone by yourself and you learn and see. Oh God, maybe I should reach out to other people, or maybe I should do this, and maybe I shouldn't get swarmed in my Mm -hmm. phone. You know, but that's because there's other people sort of educating that on the other side. Do you know what
3: I mean? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, and so yeah I think
0: like it's just how you see it and everything comes down to perspective
3: uh-huh I guess you have got to work with the tide not against it
0: and you gotta be clear on your perspective I think and I think you just gotta continuously be open to change very
1: good mm. <laughs> with more and more social media the only issue is um, as we lose control of these platforms which like we already have <laughs> like mm-hmm. they're all controlled by like billionaires and people who don't have good intentions you know they like about like money and I don't know understanding people so that they can just make more money off, off the value of understanding people mm. like as that happens the content that you'll be forced on these platforms is going to be tailored towards negativity like I feel like maybe down the track um, you know how you're saying, like, you can kind of control what TikTok's going to mm-hmm. send you? I feel like that could be taken away. And, like, slowly they'll start, like, pushing more. Because, like, it's it's ran by people that have bad intentions. So, like, when how long until they stop you having any sort of freedom on their apps
2: mm-hmm. and
1: start pushing their content? Like, I feel like the future is going to be getting off them,
4: mm. personally. Yeah. I
1: already, th- I already don't use social media as much as I used to. Because,
4: because people can't control themselves.
1: Th- and, like, a lot of people are so controlled by it. There's this um thing that we watched in marketing the other day, where um this these two guys were driving along in like a taxi, and they kept showing signs of things on the on the side of the road, um and just like putting random bits on the side of the road to try and like get these information to get this information to their mind, mm-hmm. and then when they got to the end, they asked them to design something, and they designed almost exactly what the signboards that they showed them. So yeah. even though they didn't know they were seeing it, you passively absorb all this information mm-hmm. just throughout like mm-hmm. everywhere you go, right? like the teacher was saying if you go on a drive and it's about 15 minutes you generally observe like 200 or two thousand pieces of information on your drive Mm -hmm. and you don't even know that but if things like this happen you probably could regurgitate something that you saw so if if you're passively absorbing this information that they start feeding you then that's when it's an issue Mm. so yeah i feel like down the track it's going to be like i'll just completely detach from that's definitely
4: happening already like,
1: yeah, it's really happening. You huh? can
4: think of it as a positive thing, and it, it could be 100% a positive thing if we could trust the people running it, but we can't. They're making money. It's about money.
3: Mm. But then that's even more of a a need and an importance for people like us, I guess, to hold that positive... But mm. it is good to, to Obviously, they might do things that are out of our control, but as long as there's still positivity on this planet, mm. I'm faithful that... Mm we can move forward Mm
4: -hmm. i think it is good to spread like awareness yeah like some people would maybe never think about this because they're just so consumed in like watching baking videos or just whatever people watch like different things so like it is good if you're spreading awareness on the internet because if someone came across it who wouldn't normally think like it they could Mm. somewhat like agree with something and start listening and then be like have a different change of mind and like Mm -hmm. realize there's different ways of thinking rather than like
1: I think we need to move... Like, it's already started happening with, like, signal you new know, signalers, like mm-hmm. anonymous messaging, like completely encrypted messaging. It's been a thing, but it's really taken off in the last year. Um, things like that. I reckon we need to move into the internet that isn't controlled by billionaires. Mm-hmm. Like, DuckDuckGo, search, search engines that don't have any ads, that mm-hmm. don't have any predictive stuff that tailors it's to mm-hmm. everything to your location. Like, that's obviously... Like, it's not going to be as good as Google. And it maybe down the track it will be, but right now it isn't. But that we need to start moving to things like that, and like we need to start creating things like Instagram that aren't run by Facebook and people mm. like this.
4: And supporting like good interests yeah, like you know who runs it, and it's someone like you who's just a nice person. Mm. They're just trying to do a good thing. It's all
1: with good intentions and good content. Like it, maybe not necessarily only good content because you don't want to control content.
4: Mm. Like
1: that's the idea. There's no control of content, and. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. No control of content is bad in some in some circumstances. Maybe like a certain, but it's also good, like you know, monetization with YouTube and all these different people. That's kind of ruined everything now as well.
3: Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing everyone, I've gotten from all these conversations, everyone saying could be good, could be bad, could be yeah. good, could be bad. I guess that's the reality of life, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Everything has its balance. Yeah. So, what side are we going to put the energy into, mm-hmm. or where are we going to look into? Awareness is always mm-hmm. great, but where are we going to go? It's all so our no, no, no. choice. It's all our choice. Definitely our choice. But like, that's what's become evident to me. It's like, yeah, I'm realizing it too. Like the, there's good, the positives and negatives to absolutely everything. So, mm. again, as to what Ainsley said, do we pretend it's not there or do we embrace and move forward? I, don't know. Mm.
0: I choose freedom <laughs> and nature. But freedom, like, looks like that. Freedom is so different to everyone. Mm. Freedom is so different. To well, that's everyone.
4: why if everyone actually had true freedom, and you would, we would all be doing different things still, but we'd still have our freedom. Whereas if you, if we go one hundred percent down the AI path, the freedom and the rights could actually be taken away and stripped.
0: Mm-hmm. A lot. That's more. why I don't know if I can. Like I'm still observing it, but like I don't know if we do have to. There is separation. I do going back to that. There is separation, but. I think that we can also work it together, mm. you know, because there is going to be people who are going to really value AI and other people who are not, but how yeah. are we going to still work together? It's the communication respect. that we have towards each other and it comes down to that respect yeah. and yeah. honouring of everyone's, everyone's opinion and mm. everyone's belief because this is what kind of gets in the way of humanity is everyone's completely beliefs in something different everyone believes in something different so we have to learn to work together in that you know and not believe that congru- like is it congregation or separation separation is the answer mm-hmm, because mm. i think mm. that totally deters away from you know th- the point
3: yeah
4: it does but at the same time, like, <laughs> so some people are really, really big believers in, like, upgrading the internet, 5G, and they put it all over the earth. But a lot of people don't believe in it. And what if they just had it in some places, and if people wanted to live there, they can, and not in other places, and then those people can live there. That's kind of separation. But at least there's respect there, because people are getting what they want. Mm.
1: That's, like, never, gonna, that's never going to happen, but, because that's, like, exactly what happened well, in I... Holland Bimby. Like, they've just brought in Woolworths and 5G and things like that, and Mac- McDonald's. And everyone's protesting against it but it happens because progress, yeah, well, and there's, yeah, no there's no
4: respect. Yeah, there's no respect there's no freedom of choice. All those people living in that town, that's their home and none of them got to choose what they and they didn't get it. So mm. they're probably really uncomfortable mm. now. They're probably not liking their life. Mm-hmm.
1: They had their own little community going that didn't. See, that's not
4: that's not freedom. I that's why i yeah. I want freedom. But
1: that's the thing, like if we move out away and just like run away from the problems in the world and just move out into the middle of nowhere and hope that nothing's going to like come and attack us you know you're still like sitting there in denial while everything's going bad and the other thing is eventually you could end up in influenced by it anyway because you haven't made any effort to change the issues Mm
4: -hmm. but also if you did that you'd kind of be in your own little peace corner and you could kind of just like live the way you want and you'd be letting off better vibrations and better you'd have a better like mind frame rather than living it pretty much in the city like you're living amongst it you're seeing it happen and that's very stressful if you don't agree 100% with what's happening around you so
3: roman you're saying if we move away and pretend it isn't happening and sit in our denial that we haven't done anything to change it yes yeah but if we stay in the city and don't get out of that bubble and we're Mm. sitting here buying the latest phones and all this shit and contributing to everything is that worse you know what I, mean? I think
4: it's taking mm. over your mind. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. You don't thing. realize it's, it's, you're stuck in
3: it. It's like, think about are. all the to get too like conspiracy theorists, but all the little waves going through the atmosphere right mm. now, like all the Wi-Fi, all the cellular. Like, what's that surely doing mm. to your mind? Like, and it's also a much higher strong life living in the city, um, whereas if we were to move out in nature and be a bit more sustainable, you'd self-sustainable. More you'd be definitely more connected. And as Sarah said, mm-hmm. letting off better energy to the world, which ultimately, is helping in my help eyes, help is helping heal Mother Earth.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you can't keep a strong vibration in the environment close to AI or close to the city because it's affecting you, then you're not really helping. It'd be You'd help more just getting away from it and then living a happy life. Yeah,
1: but you living your life, going around talking to people, you're have more chance of promoting, like, a different belief than if you live in the middle of nowhere where there's no one.
4: Well, you, could,
0: you could promote it in the middle
3: of nowhere, but, like, <laughs> online. You.
0: But you I really
1: believe Oh, we were just
3: saying how we're getting away from internet. <laughs>
0: but this is when it comes down to, like, True. this is where I feel like we don't believe enough how powerful we actually are. Mm-hmm. Because it comes back down to the inner world. Every time it comes back to yourself and creating boundaries and having solid like, that solid grounds within yourself is so powerful, so... People people will look at that. People, your vibe, you know, like, people will catch your vibe when you walk through the door and stuff mm-hmm. like that. There's a respect yeah. that you can gain. And I think walking away from the situation isn't really the answer, but more, like, how can you, as an individual, show up to this situation without walking away, you know? And because, really like it would be fun for us to just I would love that I would love mm-hmm. to literally go and live in a jungle next to a rainforest and just be in my jam doing my thing but you know that's not where we're at right now like right now and there is kids the new generation who are swamped in that not every, not all kids are you know thinking like that too so I just feel like maybe we should, I don't know like guiding them
1: it's, it's it's interesting because like will the next generation even think like this at all well you don't because, know like like the only reason we think like this is because we've experienced not having the technology so we know like what we're like, kind of missing like obviously I'm I only had a few I mean it was still like year six maybe when like technology started coming in but I still feel like um, I still experienced especially with my mum like mum's not like a technology person at all I experienced not having technology and that's why I like long for like disconnecting mm-hmm. yeah but like, will the next generation even long for that mm. at all because they never know what they've,
3: what It'd be what to uh, a legend, a lost, a lost way of living. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe. Maybe everyone will just live with technology and no one will even know the difference. Mm.
4: Hopefully
3: not. Obviously people
1: out in the middle know about
3: I wonder how long but, though that will take to get to effect. To a that life where no one any, any longer cares about living in nature.
4: Well, hopefully that doesn't happen. See, that's why I think it's important to still have people like us. That'd be
3: something that would happen in Australia. It's more something that would happen
1: mm. in, like, other countries. Because we still have so much land where there's nothing. You know, like, yeah. in places like Asia, where everyone's so mm-hmm. tightly packed now, you'd barely be able to go and appreciate something in, like, an easy drive. Whereas we could drive half an hour and we'd be, like, in in the bush or in yeah. the rainforest, you know. Yeah. So we can easily appreciate that kind of thing. Mm a lot of other nations, it'd be a lot harder. Like, I find a lot of Asian people, they really love technology.
2: Mm.
1: Like at, at uni, they're always really, really good with it. Yeah. And they just really know what they're doing with every part of technology. And they're really like, they come along and they've got all these little bits of technology that you know are part of their university, like how they conduct university. Whereas, like, because they've always grown up with that. And they always have, like, Asia is so connected. Mm-hmm. Everything in Asia is connected. They've got probably better technology than most places. And that, that's why they, you know, appreciate it so much and rely on it so much.
2: Mm.
1: But yeah, it's funny because that's a country that's come from such history where they never had any of that stuff and technology wasn't really something, you know, Whereas it's gone so far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It
4: is interesting. But it's
1: they're cool. making a lot of money off it. Yeah. It built on technology.
4: Mm.
1: We buy their phones. Yeah. We buy their internet. <laughs> their cars. Their cars. <laughs> Everything technology-based we promote from Asia.
3: All the gadgets.
1: <laughs> That's actually something interesting as well. What do you think about, like, globalisation? Do you think that we should move towards being independent as a, cult, as a country or continue being reliant on other countries to, to like, live? Because right now we're basically mm-hmm. reliant on, like, when COVID happened, we lost a lot of, well, we wouldn't lose a lot of things, but we, like, started running out of things because we just don't produce a lot of the things that we use as a, cult, as a country.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because that's, like, how globalisation works. You need to make something well yourself and then someone else makes something well and you buy it off them with what you have well. Yeah. Do you think that, like, that's something that should continue or do you think um, we should become more resilient?
3: I'm not, like, a political person or anything, but um, I think, like, in an ideal world, I don't think it would be a problem because if you all respectfully work to each other, mm. you know, I give you this, you give me this, mm. but it's all in the greater good. Sweet. Obviously, it's not like that. Mm. So I don't really know, like... I think in my ideal mind, I would think it would be okay if everyone actually worked together. But as it stands, I really don't know, myself.
0: Mm, I don't know. I think we've gone too deep into taking that away from each other because we have so much now so many resources from so many imagine other countries imagine if we didn't have that now imagine mm. if we just stopped that well, and thing. relied on our thing we wouldn't be able to survive the way we are it would yeah. be really really
4: even crazy. like since we the 50s, would be able to. we've lost people so would
0: be like really stressed out
4: because
0: yeah. things have changed so much. it would be so drastic
1: even cars like if we cut borders right now we yeah. wouldn't produce
3: cars And we it would yeah. not have any cars like, like how long stratitude. do you think it would take for australia to, to start breaking to, start breaking, to and then, how long do you think it would take for Australia to actually then become self sufficient?
0: A lot,
4: and then.
1: A <laughs> lot longer than
3: other countries.
0: But, yeah. but we do have a lot of land to work with. And how long would it take for us to reach back out again for help? Mm,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, like I don't know. I just feel like. That's a hard like Pandemics and stuff.
2: It would
4: be good if we were a little bit more self sustainable. Like I would like it if Australia had like better systems, better recycling, better mm. eco friendly stuff, like. We're probably the most behind out of all the other
0: countries. Mm. I know. I think just looking back on it through, like, uh, something just came up in me. Um, like, you know, if we were to be self-sufficient like that, go back to times what, what we what, what were, you know, th- talking about going back, who, like, we, it would be us who would have to go out and do that labor out in the fields. Yeah. We'd spend hours out mm. there in the sun you know, harvesting, all of those things. Like, are we mm-hmm. really going to do that? Are mean, you going to do it that? It would
3: mean that you wouldn't have a job. That would be a job. Yeah, it would be, be a job. Of, but, like,
1: there's always going to be farmers. That's... But that's just one part of, like, society. You're going to have to have, like, sure, there'd be more manual labourers. Like, you'd have to have people working in and
0: there'd be building cars. And but and stuff like
1: that. not everyone yeah. would be a farmer. No. Like, there would just be more people doing manual labour than there is right now. Because, mm. like, a lot of other countries are doing our manual labor
4: yeah
1: yeah there'd still be plenty of people who don't do any manual labor like you've still got to have people who sit in offices and coordinate and things. sort
4: things out you gotta have people off. at
1: grocery stores who ser- who sell the food you know that's not going to stop you just have more people working in labor there'd be more jobs mm. yeah definitely but you would have less quality goods Well, um, like
4: imagine actually, if like Australia decided that they're just going to cut themselves from the grid and become self-sustainable, how different it would be.
1: Everything would be really shit quality.
4: It would be really bad. (laughs) It would be
1: really bad. (laughs) Imagine if like every person was making this, and then everyone was making like cars, and everyone everything. There wouldn't be enough people to make things well. Mm, Exactly. Right, because that's just we only have like twenty-four million in the whole country, right.
3: Like, so we're up to yeah. twenty-seven now, aren't we? Twenty-seven. I don't know. Probably twenty. making now. up for this that was stuff. a few years ago. Yeah, let's get it. So, like, it's been 23 million since I was like a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I didn't even know I had that many. <laughs> <laughs> One or two. I mean, who knows? It's hard <laughs> well, to say sure. how, where the where Australia would go if we became independent. But as you said, Ainsley, I think it's a bit too far. I don't yeah. think it would. And that's the thing. That's the whole thing about technology too. We can say how amazing it would be to cut ourselves off and go to the, yeah. um, to the countryside and live off the land. But you can't really get the whole world to do that because look where we are. Mm. It's so deep. So deep ingrained, it's, it's it won't happen. So that's
4: well, might people, it, it could
3: happen, but you take technology, when kids, they scream. Yeah, like it's engraved in even a child. Yeah, I, I just mean like yes, anything's possible, of course, but is that paying more? more, more what you're saying about just yeah accepting it and moving with it's it? It's more
0: unlikely. I don't know accepting it, moving on with it in some degree, yeah, but taking the responsibility to really like work with it properly because you know like if you have a child who you take technology away from and they're screaming that is very unhealthy mm-hmm. and and, that's your and, un- and unfortunately the guidance that's been you know influenced by that you can't help that no because there's school that you're taking your children mm-hmm. to go to there's so many influences around but it's just it. you have to take responsibility for your own wow. self and really be that person that you want to be for the world
3: I actually um on, like, school and stuff. Like, back when I was in school, I started having these big, bulky computers and, you know, we we didn't get to sit on them all day or anything. And then, but as I moved into higher school, my later years, everyone got laptops. Yeah. So now school is, you know, also relying so heavily on technology. It's mm-hmm. no longer textbooks in the physical form. It's textbooks on your computer and it's just...
4: But I actually found that worse because... I remember, I used yeah. to just... Like, it was really, like, annoying because it'd go flat and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And you'd, and you'd have to fit it in your bag and the textbooks were always, like, at the library.
3: But my point being, if kids are screaming because their, you know, their phone's getting taken off them, if they're only going to move into school and it's still reliant on technology yeah, yeah. as well, it's just mm-hmm. so it's the system's ingrained. Stopped, really. But I think
0: it's just, like, we need to really treat everyone in a way that is, like, everyone works differently. Some kids would thrive off that.
1: That's the other thing. And other yeah. kids... Kids no. developing, like... Exactly. The thought process. You,
0: I think you really need... They're like, growing um, up with it. But this, But they... Everyone... Everyone works so differently. There could be a bunch of kids over here still writing mm. in their books and yeah, thriving. But, but you can't and argue that technology, that technology
4: isn't really, like, natural. No, it's not. But... What's natural? Like, when, you, but when your mind's developing, we should be, like, out in the world we yeah. shouldn't be in technology i mean
3: you hear our parents say all the time oh i grew up in the 60s it was the best time to be alone that wasn't that wasn't natural
1: like what yeah but even the 60s like that was no no but i well, mean yeah, yeah.
3: like in terms of like technology like they were literally so out, much and music and was produced a, yeah people were using their and amazing music and then when the sun went down you went home for dinner and you went to bed yeah now you people stay up till 4am on their
4: phone yeah
3: these days it's, it's just so different and you know, we're the ones that are being going to be like, well, when I was young, but when these kids grow up, they're going to be like, well, when I was young, all we knew was technology. Yeah, but
0: and it's, it's that, but you know, again, it's perspective because you look, there is so much amazing music being played right now, too. Like, there is, there's so many different things happening in the world. The it's music the change.
3: <laughs> I just like the music back then.
0: It's the change that, like, I think, like, we evolve.
3: Maybe we evolve and yeah. we
0: change. and... It's very hard for us when we grow up to accept that change is continuously happening because mm. we get stuck in our ways. Yeah, it's true. We do. We get stuck in our ways. And that is just when we look at our parents and stuff like that, like you said, you know, they're like, oh, when we were young, this is what we were doing, you know. But things change, you know.
3: Yeah. But then, like, even back then, like, I remember my mum telling me that she lived not quite a... Her family were quite plain eaters and she married into my dad's family who are italian and she didn't have pizza until she was 15 yeah, you know um, these sorts of things like yeah. there was no mcdonald's on the scale it is now like so many things have changed and yes life is always ever changing but there y yeah, yeah we still can't turn a blind eye to the fact that some of these changes are simply not good yeah they just aren't but like, we don't have to like, indulge food. in those things no we don't but it's just like confronting to see the world Go down that path, yes.
0: but I you think do have to, to acknowledge remote.
4: those things because if you didn't acknowledge them and foresee it, then you could create worse things. Mm. We're you just
0: moving through life blindly. Then mm.
4: I don't. Yeah.
1: I think the issue is the reason why all these things are, have been created is because people aren't thinking of the fact that they could be bad. Mm-hmm. Like McDonald's, like they're just making but the cheap food. Everyone knows like,
3: they're bad, but we, everyone still doesn't. Know. I guess then there's, ridiculous. but it's, it's whole other The addiction in culture, into it as well. Yeah, just, I guess like I didn't expect this can of worms to be I opened know. from our very first question. Isn't it crazy? But this is the <laughs> yeah. complexity of the human mind. Yeah. And the perspectives and the world. It's quite mm. astounding, actually. It's so to think, <laughs> like to think, how difficult it would be to get. All seven billion or whatever people on the earth to align to the same Was thing. That is,
0: I don't think. Think about we,
3: that. Think would, about would that.
0: Would
3: we want that? No, probably wouldn't want it. No, we've but got But the we point is, like to, to But yes, to the alignment yes, of the to freedom that. Yeah, to that. To a like, To get those seven billion. Obviously, there still to that. has to be a
4: government. How crazy!
3: Like, you can't just go around murdering do, do. and raping people. There
4: has to be a government, but like, maybe just a good government.
1: You know. One world government is like not a good idea, as everyone says, right? Also, single governments also isn't a good idea because, I mean, nothing ever happens on a global scale. What is the solution? Like, you can't have yeah. one government, you can't have all everyone has a government. What's <laughs> the solution? No government, one good government. <laughs> what it What's mean? one good government? I don't know. One good government, and then you have one bad politician, one bad leader, and then the whole thing goes well.
0: I don't know. Do we go back to nature and, yeah, and go no one... back to the law of how nature works with the laws with the of quantum physics and, and gonna... with the effects and you know, kind of like working in that law? Mm.
4: The
1: basic rules of survival do not hurt anyone. Do not steal. But who's going to enforce it? Because there's no government. There's no police. This is the... Yeah,
4: we do need it. You have to enforce it within yourself. Mm. Yeah, but if there's 7 billion people, you you might be able to enforce it in yourself. But (laughs) if
2: there's 7 billion
4: or 8 billion people, you might be able to enforce it within yourself. But 50% of the population might not be able
0: to. (laughs) Yeah, but...
1: And it goes to survival of the fittest. Back to animals. That's why it's
0: important to really work with people who want to do it. Yep. Because you can't enforce things on people who aren't going to listen. There's going to be f- so many people who are not even going to listen to this podcast at all. they're yeah. like, okay, <laughs> next. <laughs> this is not what I want With, at all. Goodbye. But like there's going to
4: be like Lord of the Rings and I'll have like our own little castle. Yeah.
3: And we like, protect it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you just, I guess we got to find our tribes, stick with it, put yeah. out our little ray of vibrations into the world and hope that we can receive it back Mm -hmm. and be protected Mm -hmm. and live our little happy lives
1: it's a lot positivity
3: yeah
4: yeah
3: but it can be a very overwhelming experience (laughs) to think of the world in this way yeah because once you start you, you realize stop. there is no solution. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's true. There's no, there's no set solution no, be because solution. we can't sit here and be like, "This is the dictate way. what government we need," because then there's adverse effects. Like, yeah. the life. Then of, the
1: control's gone anyway. which yeah. is the problem in the beginning. Yeah, life
3: has taken the course it has, and who knows where it's gonna go? But I think as long as we do our little parts to contribute to the, the lighter side of it, mm. then that's all we can really do. Yeah. And Unless just roll with it. the
4: whole of the human population evolved to a point where we didn't let power get to our heads, we will never find a good
3: leader. Well, Sarah, you and I had this conversation today. It's, mm. it's human nature. And as you said, it's always want more. It's yep. the greed. Power, it's want it's, it's, it's few... the greed for power, yeah, the lust for power. Pretty much. It's just dominance like in an ecosystem. League, and
1: we could it's alpha abrupt. alpha, alpha, what's called? Alpha figures in, in yeah. animals. You know?
0: But what if we all rose together? <laughs> And there wasn't, like, one leader or one group of leader or, you know, it was, like, a collective of people uh-huh. coming together then when and when a talking. decision needs
4: being made, how do you well,
3: everyone, do it? Conversa- Everyone would be on the same level? You,
4: you have conversation, like so we are like, doing right now. it would be like a herd of cows. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to bring they, in the-
4: they never have fights about what field they're going to walk over to next. They just do it.
3: I like the analogy. Well I I suppose when you're raising
0: at that vibration, I think you would have that type of connection with other tribes and other people you know, you'd be able to like sense things. Maybe we should be able to do
1: that. Maybe we'll get to a point of evolution where we'll just all sense the way we affect everyone, the way we affect like we'll be so sensitive to everything that we just won't do anything bad. Because we'll be sort we'll of be sensing a, of everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You think, so if you like, could feel the way someone felt when you did something to them, you wouldn't do it.
4: Exactly. Because you would feel it. Yeah. Mm, we wouldn't do it, but some people still would. Like, there's a lot of people out there with saccharacter tendons who <laughs> would like to watch <laughs> people die.
3: Of oh, course. <laughs> <laughs> um, how <laughs> do I <don't> recover? be um, like. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what I was saying, isn't it kind of... Ainsley, you're really on this, like, this path right now and charging for everything we like we've said you're saying well we can do it as a collective what if everyone had the same idea i agree but how how crazy of a like how far removed is that from the current do you know what i mean like you're saying like everyone would be on such the same vibration as a collective that as the herd of cows moves into a field, we wouldn't have an argument, we would just do it, right? Mm. But that's so far f- removed from where things are now. Mm. So how did we get to that? So... Is, 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 do you know yeah, what I Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah I, I think... I don't know, from my understanding of your question.
3: <laughs> I thought it was clear. It Maybe is, it wasn't.
0: Um, I guess it's just gaining that respect from each other. You know, there's no wrong or right answer. And I think it's just gaining having communication with one another like we can do right now like mm-hmm. just and if someone else can't do that then you can't control that but as long as you stay in that generosity or genuine place of yourself where you're open to listening to other opinions and also knowing that your your opinion or your way of approach of life could totally get mm-hmm. destroyed in that mm-hmm. you know um yeah I,
3: and I guess slowly over time, you would, you would awaken other beings with your light.
0: Well, because people would start to see that, well, this is actually like a connection. Mm-hmm. You're allowing connection to form by putting your perspective to the side and your opinion judgment and allowing someone else to voice it. And allow, like, I think we need to give permission for other people to hold power within themselves Mm -hmm. whether we see that as true or not within Uh them they need to learn that for themselves to get to that place of seeing what we see or you know yeah without dictating it and And, like we just got to hold space for everyone i
3: guess i guess also like how i was just saying like how we will we get to the point of everyone being a collective well i guess we're doing it now it's going to take time. Yeah,
2: of course it is. But we're
3: doing it because yeah. otherwise we wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation. Yeah. We wouldn't be even connected, probably any of us, because yeah. we wouldn't be drawn to each other in this way. Mm-hmm. So I guess it is happening, but it is going to just like thousands of years of progress has happened. Yeah. It might take-
0: We've got to be gentle with ourselves. A long
3: time to we get back.
0: I'm not going to get to that place right now, but we're on the way. And it just comes down to the fact of like even just meeting strangers- you know, strangers in the street still holding space for people like that, mm-hmm. you know, like really just non-judgment
1: world. I am hesitant to take it to this place because <laughs> I don't know how you guys feel sometimes about well this, but I have this theory that maybe the reason why we're in this place is because control was enforced at the wrong time. So the 60s, the 70s, rad. Drugs became massive. Everyone started creating the craziest music ever, being so compassionate. You know, like, perspectives on hate was completely gone. Everyone was protesting for freedom of rights and, you know, like, freedom of everything. Then the war on drugs started. Everything was banned. We go into this dark stage and now look where we are. Mm -hmm. The freedom to create, the freedom of changed perspectives was gone and maybe that was what stopped like, the right progression into... Mm. So, I've had this theory for a long time. It's true. But maybe, like, that was what stopped the world from going in its normal pace. Because think about it, like, around the 60s was pretty much when the technology era started. Like, after that, pretty much. That Mm -hmm. was when computers started. All these different things started. And it was all because we lost the, the sudden progression that we were getting from, like, psychedelic substances. And obviously obviously you probably get there about it but i think like as a global change that was a massive global change
4: Mm, I agree.
3: you can have your view on psychedelics however you want yeah but you can't deny the fact that everyone was up with their picket picket signs you know trying to change the world for a better place yeah even just the music and say john lennon's lyrics yeah exactly the same it's all about fighting for freedom you know the war is over. Imagine you know, you all us? these songs as well. Yeah, they're literally.
4: But it's got worse even since the then. People... And no one's listened. It's gone the opposite direction.
1: But even like philosophers of the time, they had very positive outlooks on the way to change the world and things like this. But when the government came in and control came in and enforced this, like that whole idea of maybe like because. Right now, like, there's so many people in the, in, on Earth that you could go up to and you could tell them everything that you want to tell them. You know, you should really try and do this, and this, and this. This is what we're working towards, blah, 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 And they would just never take it in. Right? But then one really intense experience could change people and forever and make them, you know, com- completely change their perspective for the, for the better. Mm-hmm. Or it couldn't. But, like, it's one of those things where it could actually change the masses. Like, imagine if everyone had a microdose of something how different the world would be in one day.
0: So do you... Is that... Okay, when you're looking at it, taking psychedelics like that, is, do you think that's the answer? I don't
1: know if it's the answer, but I think it could be a way for global change.
0: And do you think that you could do that without actually how taking a psychedelic...
1: With, like, spiritual meditation and things and like that? And getting to
0: that type of awareness definitely, without definitely. psychedelics.
1: But would it happen with 100%. that amount of people? Like, would everyone on earth be able to get to that point? Probably not. Like, Uh, I I I I definitely
0: think think you can get there without it. I think you can. Yeah. I think you can. And I think the more people who are on board of vibrational frequency like Mm. that allows the door to be a lot more gentle. And I suppose, like, I don't know, it's easier for people to walk through the door. It's like smashing down a wall. People who were taking heavy psychedelics and stuff like that becoming so aware, they were doing some pretty deep work within that to become so conscious to the world. So it's like breaking down that wall and allowing it easier for other people to sort of come through because they've released this type of information through Mm. music, Mm. through books, and their way of sort of like informing the collective. And here we are reading it all and stuff like that too. So I think it just allows the door to become more open. I don't know if taking psychedelics is the like microdosing and stuff like that. If we all did that, if that would awaken us, yeah, it probably would. But I think there's so much risk in that as well Mm. because a lot of people also go totally the opposite way in that Mm. end up up in mental hospitals and institutions Mm. because they've literally lost their mind. You know, like... So it's one of those things where you've got to kind of like totally weigh up whether, you know... You know that path is right for you, or
3: I well, I think that comes to being true to yourself. Like you said, yeah, I think that's you, all about that regulation. Yeah, are. you. But you, if if you feel like you need to go out and experience these things, then you need to make the right decisions for yourself as to whether that kind of lifestyle is for you. Like, there's that saying, like you don't need shoes to run, but they help. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's the same thing. Here, what Ryan is saying is like is kind of true. Like they're. Is the possibility for these things to be used as tools to open up the Mm. mind? Does it need, do we need it? No, of course not. You can do your spiritual practices. You can do your yoga to connect. You can do Mm. your meditation to delve deeper within yourself. You can do the inner works. You can get life coaching. You can do so many things where you don't need them. But I guess... It did create an a doorway, uh, an opening back yes. in the sixties, and to a new what way. What would thinking. have happened
1: if drugs weren't elite, made illegal? Like, what would hap- like what would happen? There wouldn't the be so period?
4: much fear. But mm-hmm. would
1: like who knows? Maybe we'd have ended up in a worse future. But it would be really
3: interesting to think what would have happened. Do you think too that when drugs had to then go or psychedelics had to then go completely underground, it became less uh, Positive. well less um, pure. And then it became. I mean, this is a little thing, regulation. Yeah, it, it became less pure, so then maybe you could be getting more um, mental issues, I guess. And that's from, what I'm trying definitely. to
0: say, too, is that, like, you know, there's a whole, like, distrust in all of that. Yeah. It may not be. You're not sure what you're getting. Exactly. But
1: that stemmed from the war on drugs, definitely.
0: Because
1: mm. that trust wasn't a thing in, in, in the 60s. You go and buy... You could buy acid from, um... In New York for $1 from, like, random shops. Like, there was, like, little stalls set up you could just go and get it from. Because mm-hmm. it was, like, legal at the time.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And there was trust in it because, you know, it was just the thing. It was mm-hmm. trust. No I think, was
4: like, the government and the world have built a lot of negativity around drugs. For sure. Like, a lot of fear. Like, a lot of people, like, haven't even, like, touched them and they think it's, like, the worst thing ever. So they'll never get even the opportunity to have... Spiritual um, awakening from it because they're just so terrified. But now. then,
3: going off that, what about ancient civilizations mm. that used, used these things? Used psilocybin, used ayahuasca for spiritual practice.
4: Mm. Yeah, but now we've this shut the door for a lot yes. of people. Yes, I met this we've, guy. We've taught them. You yeah. know, it's bad. Don't. Do
3: but them. but the point is, it's I guess it's not to say they're good or bad. They're definitely not for everyone. Mm. But. Something happened in the 60s to shut that door on progression in the, in the way of peace. What was it? Was it a war on drugs? Was it something else? What? Do you know what I mean? Hmm. It was the path. The path. A lot of people
4: were on the path, a lot of the famous people, the stuff
1: they sing about. Well, if you think of the famous people now of music, the. the like Obviously, it's overgeneralization, but some. Majority of famous people right now, their perspective on living life would be way worse than the perspective of most like musicians and famous people from that era really, like on in general definitely like they all they all care about you know money and fame and success and all these things that don't really matter
3: whereas some of the music that came out like then just sound like they were actually happy to do it yeah Sitting mm-hmm. in it, their garage songs yeah. about yellow oh, submarines and things that yeah, weren't it was it. raw yeah, it was, i guess yeah. it wasn't overproduced now we've got T-Pain. You know what I mean? like, that, like pain I don't know. It is like... <laughs> <laughs> well, <we're changing laughs> hectically, over... hectically overproduced T-Pain music. T-Pain was like early 2000s. Yeah, but... we're <laughs> changing more to like AI
4: music. <laughs>
3: we can like see how far <laughs> back I lived. <laughs> the first person you go to. <laughs> I don't know. I always think of that. Like, you could have said one, like Space strange Stone Stone or, like, <laughs> um, or like... I don't um, know, Who else is... Playing? Well, I don't listen to that sort of music anymore. <laughs> the last time I did listen to that music was back then.
1: It's so, cool I But um <laughs> I met this guy and he said the way he described it, just going back, the way he described it is you can definitely meditate sixteen hours a day to get you know, to get psychedelic experience, to get the most amazing experiences. You can you can definitely get there if you meditate like sixteen hours a day, you can get full vivid experiences. But to the average person who can't commit sixteen hours a day to meditation, you can get that with these things. You can still get the experiences while still living a relatively normal life
4: Mm.
1: that's the way you described it
4: and see a lot of people wouldn't want to do that anymore like even me myself I have a lot of fear in it but it'd be good for people to have the opportunity without being told that it's full of fear before even trying it you have
1: fear because you, yeah, you've I had know. fear in your mind your whole life because that's what society's yeah. put in your mind But if and we some people are affected by that would but, we have yeah.
4: different experiences because some people don't ever think and yeah. they'll still do it and have a great experience I can't achieve that because I'm too worried about it mm. but if we were never told that it was bad would we just all have a good experience or just some people just end up in mental hospital <laughs> that's true
1: imagine if politicians were doing psychedelics like what would the world be like? like everything would be different <laughs>
4: We should make a new law that each politician has to do
3: psychedelics before before becoming elected. What kind of law is that? (laughs) (laughs) You have to do drugs. (laughs) That's
4: control.
3: I'm going to make you sit down and take this Make people (laughs) more open-minded. Yeah, I know. But it could just be interesting
4: insights.
3: But then also, on another note, right... All this stuff like psychedelics looks so bad upon. What about alcohol? What about cigarettes? Cigarettes. What about how I can just walk down the road and go buy as much alcohol as I want? There's going to be le- no you, le- you could legally drink yourself to death. Yeah, legally could drink myself to death. I, could, I would go and do stupid things. I would be killing my liver. If I smoke, I'd be giving myself lung cancer. Yet, neither of those things I feel open your mind to the perception of the world. Mm. If anything, alcohol just makes you feel really good and egotistical. See,
4: so they've shut the door yeah, to open your mind. Yes. They've left the alcohol open, even though alcohol which, has far more depth. Which shuts debts. you
3: down, mm-hmm, right? But then they're blocking out psychedelics. So tell me, that's not... That's like... um That's not an uh, a... Manipulation. A manipulation, yeah. Yep. You know, like...
0: I think just for me, um, kind of triggers me a little bit with this because of everything that I've experienced with it myself and I think it's like if you were to go down that because what you're saying is definitely true like it definitely does bring awareness but there's a whole other like aspect within that like as well that you have to be cautious of as well like and integrate yourself and do it softly and slowly because like I think if you go into it rapidly or you do too much that can totally like disalign you again, you know mm. so if you were to open the door to that and and, yeah, and if people were exp- going wanting to experience that, again you have to find those people who are experienced in really holding space for that type of energy and not doing it in a way where it's like a party drug or mm. like you're just going there to just like wig out or see mm. something cool or You know, because some things can be really quite intense that comes up in a session, and you can't really get out of that for about ten hours. Yeah, you know, and that's so heavy. You can't just like
3: throw it around. Throw it around
0: and be like, "This is going to be the answer. This is what I'm going to see." Because sometimes what you see, that is hard to integrate back into life again.
3: And Ainsley also like saying that, like, you made me realize that here I am before I'm saying. How ancient civilizations, not even ancient, current civilizations are using um, things like ayahuasca for spiritual enlightenment, but they're doing it and spiritually. There was always guides, and, and, and they're doing it respectfully. 100%. They're not just sorting it out at a festival and like you say, it out because everything turns funny because mm. it looks cool. Colors are popping and whatnot. Like, you know, there is more to it. And yeah, then you just like all the alcohol out there, you can't, you can't. Um, control someone's consumption mm. of something um and psychedelics falling in, falling into the wrong hands or a person who's of young age yeah definitely definitely not not necessarily a positive either
4: i think that if like it became like not frowned upon as much the world will have to change in some ways like they'd have to be like more healers and counsellors specifically to deal with the after effects of those drugs. Yeah. To talk to, because you can't just go to your local doctor and be like, oh, I hadn't... (laughs) Imagine (laughs) if you did that. I took (laughs) MDMA. And I've been crying for three weeks.
0: I need someone to talk to about (laughs) this. Yeah, they'd be like, why'd you take that? It's a class...
3: A class age. (laughs) Exactly.
0: I really do feel like there needs to be... And there probably is, you know. We're probably just not like... There would be some, but not enough people
1: yeah but that's even like how if you are addicted to alcohol and you get clean everyone celebrates well done you've so- your sobriety right if you're addicted to heroin everyone thinks you're some fucking degenerate yeah. like this is the difference it's true like alcohol mm. addiction is yeah why is it any better than An heroin addiction. addiction any addiction's bad you shouldn't you shouldn't pick on people and ruin their lives and call them terrible things which is going to make it even harder for them to get offered because yeah. they become even more reliant on feeling happy One hundred percent. you should you know, respect their progression like it's the same it's the same yeah. as psychedelics like coffee addictions yeah. put it out
0: there yeah, yeah. <laughs> no addictions i totally in all 100% forms. agree with that that's what i mean like that's where it comes down to back when we were talking deeper into the conversation before like just letting how ha- holding space for everyone you know like holding space for everyone and like everyone believes in something different. Everyone's literally on their own journey and on their own path. And there's no wrong or right. It's just... It's the awareness. Kylie,
4: should ask games
3: of the morality questions. The morality questions. Humans. I don't know. You can do <laughs> It's a bit too
4: expensive.
3: <laughs> I mean...
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's funny, but, like, I study, you know, business and design, which is obviously very different, like, Design is all about thinking flexibly and creatively and, you know, not following the herd and doing different, doing things different. You know, business is all about theory and following the structure that's already there. It's very different. And I found that when I was, like, microdosing, I I could definitely microdose when I was doing design because it would make it way easier to, you know, create. And I, was so, I could think flexibly. But if I tried to do it with business, it would just ruin me. Like, I couldn't think logically i couldn't follow this i couldn't mm. i couldn't even sit there and read theory for for hours because i just couldn't get into the right mind space mm-hmm. so it's almost like if you tried to live a life with that you couldn't follow the normal life that's that's set you'd have to live a different life i think that i think that you couldn't microdose and work in a normal job like working like i'm talking like work for a business a corporate business you couldn't you couldn't be successful in that job if you were microdosing regularly, because it would just change your perspective too much. Mm-hmm. It'd be too hard to integrate back into, you know, the life you're living. Yeah. Everything would have to change. Yeah. Do you reckon we've gone off
4: topic?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think well, we I said, mean, where's all... the world going, that was a pretty open ended <laughs> topic if you ask me.
1: Right. <laughs> what is the future of everything? The future of yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's from cool. the theory of everything, you know the theory of everything? Mm. The theory.
3: The future of everything, so we've touched on the past and how it's uh, contributed to the future, so I wouldn't say we've gone off topic, but I'd Mm -hmm. say it's a very broad topic that can be covered over many sessions. We definitely
0: covered a lot.
3: Yeah, it was a big can of worms. It it was. was impressive.
0: It was. Down the
3: rabbit hole. Yeah, down that rabbit hole. You can't
0: help but go, right? You can't help. You can't help but go down
3: there. But
1: it's good to have these conversations because, like, a lot of the time you think these things, but you can't express it because you don't have... You yeah. know, the the right networks to the communicate words, this. Yeah, or but in something like this, it's good because you get away from normal thinking and actually keep flexible. And
3: do you know, it made me realise, like, how... Um, I used to have these conversations a lot, a lot, all the time. And I've definitely, for some reason, fallen out of pattern with that in the last few some months. The, you
4: know, the
3: same yeah, yeah, true. That's actually true. Yeah. It, it, since moving from... The Bayside to the city definitely has been more. I've spoken to you, Sarah, about this many times. It's been, we've been very clouded because we're just so huddled with everyone and it's just cars zooming around everywhere. It's completely different. But coming back to this and talking about this has really energized me. Yeah. And made me feel A more lot. positive about the future again because I know I'm not alone. I know that there's other people that think like me mm-hmm. again. And this is nice, yeah, to have that common ground. we people. should do this more often I
0: think it's really nice to really yeah hold hold that space and come together to talk about these things regularly, you know, even if it's like once a month or something like that, yeah. you know, just to sort of touch base on where you're thinking could and where like everyone else is thinking and where we're where we're really heading personally and collectively, and it does allow you to grasp your own thoughts mm. you know because you can get caught up in your own head about so many things and it can get confusing and stuff so it's good to relay it out loud
3: definitely
0: so yeah i think yeah it's good it's good to come together i think that is a big key to a lot of answers mm. is coming together like this
1: yeah. we're and stronger as a group just
0: talking yeah.
4: you know and you can see, like, the different opinions, like, this is just a small scale of the whole world. Yeah. Of what people are talking about and what's going on and the different, the
0: divide.
2: hmm
0: Yeah. Cool. Well, with that being said, was there anything else that anyone wanted to, <laughs> to talk about before we end? <laughs>
3: no i think i um, think
0: we've covered i we think have. i think we've covered for, for as yep. much
3: today as we can
0: <laughs> well thank you so much for holding like coming together and sharing your uh, inside thoughts and wisdoms about the world and yeah that was really fun yeah. it was really nice thank you for having us yeah it was beautiful and i'm sure i'll see you guys we'll talk to you guys again in Month. <laughs> <public>. oh, <sorry. laughs> when we flew back to it. For our next big try topic. To make it, that's a weird character. <laughs> yeah, like like every
2: Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. Every Tuesday afternoon.